Welcome to A Love Letter 2, where we write a conversational love letter to our favorite things from pop culture. I'm Elise. And I'm Lauren. And this episode is to Conan, Conan Gray. Gray. So, Conan Gray is another one of our shared interests. Why don't we just start from the beginning? Lauren, when did you first listen to him? Well, this is kind of a story because I was like such a super fan for a while. Um, I got into him because I was, like, looking on YouTube, this was, like, middle school, and I saw his, like, genius interview for Crush Culture. Okay. And I was like, okay, this is so good. It's the YouTube plot hole. Yeah, exactly. And then I just kind of fell into that. I went to his Comfort Crowd Tour show, um, and that was a lot of fun. And then he came out with Kid Crow, like, the day before, like, schools got shut down for quarantine. And during quarantine, I actually lived moved to Canada, um, and so I was right. just listening to Conan Gray the entire time. Like my, I had a like songs playlist that was like the only playlist I had, and it was all Kid Crow the album. Um, so it's a really good album. Yeah, both Kid Crow and Sunset Season have a special place in my heart. Agreed. So for me, I first the first time I listened to one of his songs was in seventh grade. And, and then I, like, had a couple of songs, like, in my phone that I would listen to, but I, like, wasn't really aware of the artist, if that makes sense, and I would just, like, mm-hmm. oh, good songs, like, I know them, bops, but then, like, I want to say, like, a year later, maybe two, I, like, was, like, oh, like, everyone, like, people are starting to really talk about this Conan Gray kid, like, who is this, and I was, like, wait, I literally know some of his music, um, and I think, like, right before Kid Crow mm-hmm. is when I got into into it. So it was probably around the same time. Um, but oh, what's that one song? Do you remember ever watching his YouTube? I have, but okay. I've watched it from the past. I watched, like, every single one of his videos. Like, during middle school, I was, like, I would watch every single one, like, quiz me on it, I'll know. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a committed That's fan. That's, like, me with... Claro. Yeah. He got like started doing YouTube. Yeah. And then did music. So if 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 you know, you know, basically. I so I was gonna mention the song that I first got into was Maniac, which is on Kid Crow. Oh. But wasn't it first released as a single. single? Yeah. So and then Kid Crow was released. Maniac was just a pipeline song for me. I mean, I think that you're kind of bandwagon for that, I can't lie. I am, but like I said, that's how I got onto it. I that's on true. Bandwagon. That's true. So it was not like I personally I think... have a day one. <laughs> I know all the unreleased songs. She knows everything. Know. So basically, what you're saying is Conan is my your wait, <laughs> my Claro is your Conan. I mean, in middle school, yes, yes. Fresh in freshman year, yes. Now. I mean, okay, this might be a hot take for the people, but I think after Kid Crow, he really fell off. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Heather really, like, one, once Heather got popular, it, I think it got popular on, like, TikTok or something. Yes, exactly. And, like, that kind of ruined a lot of things for me. Me too. And so I agree. I do think astronomy is really good. Yeah, that one's pretty good. That's, I think it's really good. And it's like after his <gasps> kid grow era. Wait, I remember, this is like a core memory. Um, Elise and I were driving back from our best friend Sophia's graduation. And we were like, this is too sad. Like, we need to drive around for a little bit. So we like drove around and we listened to astronomy. And I was like, 
<gasps> this is gut-wrenching. Yeah, it really is gut-wrenching. I will have to say, like, Conan, I think, I don't, I feel like he's always, do you think he's maintained his, like, same type of music? Or do you think oh, it's, like, evolved? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Because he, like, the Sunset Season album, his earlier stuff where it's, like, the other side, whatever, that's very more, like, bedroom pop kind of yeah. it's more like softer kind of more indie the bedroom pop hits yeah exactly and i think as he's progressed like you it's a you can definitely tell it's become more and more mainstream pop mainstream yeah. pop i mean i think within almost every artist there's a point where it's like they stop doing their natural stuff and they just do whatever like hits yeah. the best which honestly i don't blame people for doing that like whatever makes get the, the money. dollar yeah honestly so you just have to cherish the beginning years Kid Crow was such an interesting album because you can, like, tell that that's the transitory period from his, like, beginning, like, softer stuff to more of, like, the just, like, kind of mall pop, dare I say. Yeah, um, I do think Kid Crow has a lot of good songs, Yeah, though. no, it, it, it 100% does, but you can tell, like, that's where it starts leaning away from the original style and into more of his Yeah, mainstream. I'd have to agree. I'm looking at the, like, Oh, the song list. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're wrong at all, actually. Exactly. I think these are all quite of that, like... Do yeah. we want to give a f- couple songs um, from The Kid Crow and... Or what, whatever songs you, you'd like, because... Well, okay. I think Kid Crow has a lot of good ones, even though they are more mainstream. I love... The cut that always bleeds. Is oh really my good. gosh, that one makes um, me need to like explode a little bit, like in a good way. Yeah, I recently like went to Spotify instead of Apple Music, so I don't have a lot of like things going on. Oh, I didn't realize that Sunset Season was only it's five an EP, songs. Yeah. Oh, and I know all of them. Nice. Exactly. Um, I don't. I mean, I always say Generation Y is really good and Greek God. Greek God. And mm-hmm. Checkmate probably. From Creek Kid Crow. Yeah, I'd say Greek God is good. I'd say um, off of Kid Crow, I love Cut the Ice Bleeds, Fight or Flight. Yeah. I always Affluenza. say Affluenza is like the Mercer Island anthem. Yeah. You like, yeah. I think that's it's the very truest good. thing ever. It's one of my. I so I was really I think I got into it as a big part of it was what I would I would play his songs on the, on the guitar mm-hmm. and I would play like pretty much mostly Conan songs um, and Affluenza is one of my favorites playing the guitar because so it's really fun to sing. We'll have to guitar play that one later. Yeah, we will. Um, but looking through like his discography reminded me he has a song called Overdrive and back when I was like in my like I am the number one Conan <laughs> fan like whatever. Phase, I remember Overdrive got leaked, and I found it. Really? Yeah. I tracked it down. Wait, so, but, yeah, isn't Overdrive, like, a recent release? It's, like, 2020. Oh, really? I don't, I haven't listened to that song a whole bunch. Overdrive was, oh, 2021. But I, guys, I found that when it was leaked, so I think... Like, is that a bad thing for the artist? Yes. But is it kind of like my badge of, bad like, thing. being a fan? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, Lauren, you went to his concert, right? Yes, I did. Which one? Um, Comfort Crowd Tour. It was at the Showbox Soto. It was one of my, like, first concerts, too. 
Um, it was close to my birthday, and me and my mom went, but we had to be late because my mom had a work event. Um, and so he showed up. Benny opened for him, um, oh, okay. and she sings like, what's it, glitter? What oh, super lonely? Oh yeah, and yeah. like that was like That's right before so super lonely blew up. So that was kind of cool to see. Oh well, I didn't see it, but it was cool to see her progression. Wait, that was um, so 2020. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we missed the opener, but then we saw Conan, and it was it was really good. I remember someone passed out, and he like was like, okay, like he stopped the song. He he seemed like he genuinely cared, and that's kind of a memory that stuck with me. I know. Yeah, one thing to go on a little side tangent. Have you noticed that, like, ever since the Travis Scott incident, yes. if, if someone, like, coughs, they're like, music down, music down, music down. Yeah. Are you all right? Are you all right? It's nice. Yeah. But, like, I can tell the artists are, like, like, really worried the they'll get into, like, a controversy over Yeah. But Conan, that was before the Travis Scott incident. And I think, not to go, like, parasocial relationship on y'all, but, like, I think, like, you could kind of tell that he cared. Yeah. Yeah. He cares about you in specific. Yeah. Um, another anecdote I have about that is when me and my mom went, um, my mom was like, oh my gosh, he looks just like your dad when he was young. Really? And I was like, that's actually so crazy. Because, okay, Conan's half Japanese, my dad's half Japanese. Um, yeah, I think Conan, for me, because I'm a quarter Japanese, was always kind of a represent, a good, like, person- Ah, uh, was always, was always kind of like a good form of representation for me being like semi Asian, and he, I remember he made a YouTube video about it. Like once again, me on the YouTube videos, on the grind, uh, yeah, on that YouTube grind. Um, but I think he was kind of like an influential person in my life with that because he like that was his um ethnicity, but like he wasn't really like seeped in the culture, and I think. That was a good thing for me to see. And also, he, like, once again, this is all, like, my knowledge coming back, but he grew up in, like, a small town in Texas where there was, like, a lot of retirement homes yeah. and, like, not much to do. And I think that's kind of very Mercer Island, especially when you're, like, in middle school and you can't drive and go to Seattle. So I think those elements were always, like, oh, my gosh, I am him. He is me. You are the same. Yeah, we're one and the same. I think it's always good to find, like, I think that's really special that like everyone can always find an artist that they kind of relate to. Have you listened to his new album? No. Or well, it's not new. It's from twenty twenty two. Oh, Super Eight. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, Super Eight. I haven't. I haven't either. Like I've listened to a few of them, but I'm like, okay, like I don't know if I can because it's just so. I, I, oh. It's just so different. Than well, what okay. I'm, used to. I'm looking at it right now. And the songs that I have listened to, I've listened to um, People Watching, yeah. which I think is pretty good, Astronomy, Jigsaw, and Memories. I think Memories is the only one that I was like, okay, I can get behind this. Because, like, that one line of, like, you're all drunk in my kitchen in the fetal position, too busy playing the victim to be listening to me. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh, this is masterpiece. One thing I think that... I've always thought is I think Sophia, Sophia Chu, yes, and Kona Gray are like the same. I agree. Like their personalities are, are just very similar. 
so similar and i just feel like they'd be best friends like yeah it's like not even because like normally it's like oh i just like know i'd be best friends with Nicki minaj but, it's like, like it's <laughs> i know yeah they would be good friends best friends also story about that i remember one of the so okay so for context our friend sophia you might know her as at shots by sophia on instagram on tiktok whatever she has a pretty big following she hosted a red carpet for netflix she's my queen she's incredible um but i remember like before i became friends with her um i have this other podcast you may know called rice and shine and on rice and shine we were talking about like or we were, like, looking at people we could interview, and we were like, oh, my gosh, this girl goes to our school. Like, here's her Instagram. And I was looking through, and I was like, she just did, like, a Kid Crow photo shoot. And I was like, oh, she is so cool. Like, oh, I know we'd I definitely be that friends. Kid Crow photo shoot. That was, like, my freshman, sophomore year. And now, look at us. Yeah. I just think Conan and Sophia are, like, so much alike. Yeah. I and think their disposition. have the same, like, mannerism. Like, it's yeah. just, you know? Yeah. Kind of like the sarcasm, kind of. Yeah. And then one thing also that, like, I think appeals to a lot of, like, a lot of his fans that, like, relate is Conan's, like, very, like, true on, like, never being in a relationship ever or anything. Oh, yeah. Never experiencing love. Yeah. Which is, like, I don't know. I I think a lot of his viewers can be, like oh my gosh that's me too yeah i remember there was this whole thing once again fans since day one where he like he kept like publicly saying that he was 20 and hadn't had his first kiss yet and he and then like later on he was like i regret that so much (laughs) because he like didn't want people to think he's like a A loser loser. (laughs) you should have a song called loser that was basically me insulting a song called winner yeah, he does. It's a new song, actually. But no, I feel like that was kind of an insult at him. Sorry, Conan. But I think it, I think it would go with his vibe. If you get what I mean. So, um, Conan Gray has been friends with Olivia Rodrigo, and I've been thinking about like, do you think his friendship with her has been like kind of like a mentorship to help her like skyrocket to fame? Um. No. I think she could have done that on her own. Yeah. I think she has all the tactics. And, like, given there's probably a majority of her fans who listen to Conan, but there's also a larger majority who do not listen to Conan and are not, like, fans obsessed with him. I think being friends helps, though. I think it helps, but I don't think it helped her that much. I think one thing that might have helped Conan is he, like, was signed under the same record as, um taylor swift and they kind of had like a little kind of student mentor relationship which i think kind of helped him yeah i'd agree and i think i think the same didn't the same thing happen to olivia or roger yeah and they kind of had overlapping times yeah yeah i think they both arose like to like mainstream fame out of covid yeah i agree and i think like olivia rodrigo i think people forget that like she was famous before Sour. Yeah. Because, like, of the high school musical, whatever, and she had, like, a song in there that everyone was like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. Yeah. And so I think that is really probably what, like, actually hard-launched it. I'm actually getting a flashback right now. But I kind of remember, like, who was Olivia Rodrigo, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then 
like everyone like there was like this fandom that just like arose out of nowhere yeah and then i also think like joshua bassett got a lot out of bassett? that bassett yeah that doesn't sound right i'm pretty sure it's bassett i know but i feel like it shouldn't be okay anyways he got fame out of that and then the whole thing with sabrina carpenter i think was genuinely i don't think there were any hard feelings involved in my opinion yeah and i think it was just for Publicity the fame stunt. and it worked yeah so go them so go them but we can get into that on our olivia rodrigo episode that is true i have a lot to say about her all right um so to end it off here dear conan gray we, we love, love you. you xoxo lauren and elise